The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Uh, I think we're going to call an audible. I think Jesse Rogers is actually going to join us at 4.30. Uh, I believe Jed Hoyer is going to speak in Nashville. Is that correct? Oh, wow. He's due to be speaking soon, I believe. So Jesse doesn't want to miss that. He'd rather be on site for that as opposed to talking to us. Right. I don't blame him. Uh, but the news is, uh, cur- courtesy of uh, Bob Nightingale, this came out just a bit ago, the Dodgers are cautiously optimistic they will sign free agent Shohei Otani. But the Blue Jays, Angels, and Giants still remain firmly in the running for baseball's biggest star. While the Cubs, however, have balked at Otani's price tag of 10 years and at least $500 million, one high-ranking official told USA Today Sports and appeared to now be out of the bidding. Uh, That is just so shocking. Because that is then that means they really weren't Weren't in it. Yes, which to me, shocking, then also equates to massively disappointed if I'm a Cubs fan. Listen, I'm disappointed as a Reds fan. I knew the Reds would never be in the bidding for him, but they should be for all the reasons we talked about. He pays for himself in large part. Not only does he make you a much better baseball team, but his contract is subsidized by revenue that you can't get elsewhere. Now, he'd never go to Cincinnati, although it's a very nice town. I think every team in Major League Baseball should have been pursuing him out of principle alone. But it sounds like now we got a little bit of a story going forward about this. So we're going to try to calm Tyler down. Yeah, poor Tyler, man. Yeah, he's Tyler is, he's, he's like lost his puppy. He's, like, yeah. No, you no, look, look, you look, spent look, all look, of this look, money look, to try to invest in him. I'm canceling the Wrigley Field Winter Wonderland Christmas. All right, tear it down. Tear down all the rides in the Christmas. No, Chris Kringle market. no, you do not deny the, the children the Christmas experience just because your baseball funny bone is bent. Well, you know what? Move it down the street. Then no. take it out of the no. ballpark. No, no. Nope. They they'll make more money. They'll make more money. Not what, to pocket it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do that at some point. I, you know what? It was the perfect day for me to wear my Dodger hat, wasn't it, Bella? Yeah. Dodger you Tom's and, in you the and, building You today. and Zach Levine sporting the L.A. Yeah. caps yeah. these days. Boom. It's going to be Waddle in Ireland out there. That's what you're trying to tell us. I'm curious to see how they're going to pivot. I will say, look. I'm going south. I'm not going west. I'm really surprised. They admit, like From a baseball standpoint, you can make the argument that if you're going to splash around $500 million, which seems... Um, very unlikely at this point based on this most recent report. But if you were going to go ahead and spend four or five hundred million dollars, there are better ways for, for a baseball team to do it on the field and, and make your team better than to just put it all on Otani. However, from a marketing perspective and from what he brings you as an entity, you, there's no better way to spend the money. So I always was skeptical that the Cubs wanted to really spend that money on other players. But if they're not willing to do it on Otani, why would you believe as a Cubs fan that they're willing to do it on other players who don't bring the bang for your buck? But listen, listen to this, though. I mean, you're not spending all 500 this year. 
So if it was a 10-year, $500 million deal, it's costing you $50 million, right? And we just did the math. You're probably getting, let's just be conservative. You're going to make an extra $25 million a year, I think, easy on him being. So he's basically a $25 million player. I know he costs $50 million against your number. It's going to throw you into the luxury but situation. But you're getting half of that back. But you're getting half of it back. So use that. So basically for $50 million a year, you're not just getting Otani. You're getting Otani and maybe the pitcher from Japan. Or you're making the trade for somebody, and that salary is absurd. Tyler Glasnow. How much does he make? He's going to he's make gonna about make 25, million. $25 million this so year. So now, basically, yes, you're spending $75 million, but truly, you're only spending $50 million. So Otani alone isn't, like, I'm greedy as hell, and I'm, it's my, not my money, and I'm not, you know, you're, you're, you're not a Cub fan. But I can make a case, a good financial case, for Otani can't, he can't be all of it. Right, because you still have holes yes. to fill. You still need that frontline pitcher. You yes. still need that ace, yes. which Yoshi would be. Uh, that To me, I always thought that they would lean more towards getting Yoshi than Otani. For that reason, is because they're not going to blow the wad on one guy. I'm just going to let that go for a second. Um, but at the end of the day, they basically cost you the same, right? $25 million a year, right? Uh, well, yeah, but it, you're also going to be able to get more. Well, I mean, like Otani's going to cost plus. you $50 million a year, but net-net, it's going to cost you $25 million. Right. I, again, I know it thrusts you. Were they in the luxury tax this year? The Cubs? I, I have no idea the math and so. all of the penalties that go along with that, but... Anyway, why don't we take Tyler's mind off of this? We can get back to this at 4.30 when Jesse eventually joins us. But it's something we like to call Aki's A-List, where we talk about things that maybe fly is it, under Is it the Aki's radar. A-List or is it A-List? A -list? It's time for Aki's A-List. From the mind of you the man who understands the four Ps of Waddle's world. Aki's A-List. A-List. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. First, before we get to that, Peg, I could see your face when you heard that sound effect. Almost like, what the F is that? Yeah. Can you make a guess? We all had, I, we had no idea when we first heard it. That sounds? No. No idea. Mallor, tell her what it is. Hold on. I'm just trying to grab it here so they have it isolated. Let me so, hear it again. Yeah, that's why I figured Peggy was trying to It's an odd sound. Ascertain. And I don't think it's kind of self-evident. Huh. I think it's a very I thought it was, weird but apparently sound. you guys have all had trouble with it. So this is the sound effect isolated. Oh. Ha. Huh. Okay. Well, it... Kind of sounds like a DJ that's, you know, spinning <laughs> the record back and forth. Or sharpening a knife. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? With a pair of knives? Like or someone going... <laughs> do, we, do we have Twitch any of those? Probably so it, it is a writing sound effect. It's what it is. Probably with a, more of a, with a marker. permanent marker. Really? Yeah. Writing out a list. Okay, now I don't it's like It's like that. a Sharpie. No. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. It's an irritating sound, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yuck. It's like a but series, like a hundred paper, uh, paper wow, cuts. Can, can you explain Imagine to Peggy? Imagine a couple, like couple hundred paper cuts happening, happening all at once. Do that yeah. again. Pretend that that's what it is. There's blood everywhere. Mm. Yuck. More yeah. importantly, though, can you explain to Peggy what a list is? Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. Because I was voice texting while I was driving in today. You were being safe. And I responded to Tyler asking what the A-list was. Well, Siri just put a list. A list. So I can't see it. If I, unless I throw my glasses on to look it down and see what it was. It's all good. Yeah, so you emailed us back. What is a list? What is and a list? Waddle, what did you respond with? Uh, oh, I still haven't seen his response. Hang I, on. Let I me, let me donate. Hey, let, let, let's let's let me open up the email. for the first time. Because Waddle was a good teammate and he was going to let you know what a list is. Was that our, our work? There it is. Okay. A list is an itemized inventory of specific things or concepts. Aki's A list is actually talking points. Signed, resident smartass. Smartass. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Tyler, what do you have for us? All right. Well, Well, take a a deep breath. I know that you are, you you know, you're agitated and you're beyond irritated. (laughs) Well, I did have a few Otani things to get to, but I can't wait. Scratch those off of the list for today. in, in, In a very hopeful fashion. Uh, Zetterman sent us a text earlier. I don't believe Nightingale's report. High-ranking official could be anyone. Well, Danny. Unfortunately, Jesse's here to twist the knife for us. All right. Let's get into other things of note here. Let's start with last night's Monday night game. There's two interesting quarterback conversations to have out of that game. Let's start with the good one, and that is the Bengals and Jake Browning looking like Joe Burrow last night. I mean, he was fantastic, spreading the ball all around the field. He had the, it looked like at the beginning of the game, it looked like the Bears game plan, death by a thousand screens. But then he started to throw the ball down the field. He found Jamar Chase on the 76 yarder. Are the Bengals, are you still keeping them alive within the AFC uh, playoff picture after seeing what you saw last night from Jake Browning? Are you okay? Mm, who uh, who do they have left? Ah, let's see. The Bengals' remaining schedule is home they're, against they're the Colts. They're six and six now. They're six and six. Home against the Colts. Home against the Vikings. At Pittsburgh. At Kansas City. Home against the Browns. My quick answer is no. I mean, again, look, I, I take nothing away from what Jake Browning did. His name is Jake, right? Jake. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, believe that that's repeatable. I will say uh, yes, that there is every bit a chance that they are going to go on a run as there is for the Bears to go on a run. Are we comparing with the Bears or just saying in the AFC? In the AFC. I'm just I'm looking at, it, at the schedule. Yeah, I think that they have an opportunity that, let's see, they could get nine wins. But is nine wins going to be good enough in the AFC? Because right now you've got who you got them that. beating. I mean, because you've got you've got the okay. Colts. That Colts, Colts team, the Colts team is scrappy. All you've right, got four but they could still. But they uh, could. Is it a winnable game? Yeah. Okay. okay. Minnesota. Win? Minnesota yes. winnable. Winnable. Okay, but it also scrappy. Okay, but still winnable. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh sucks. But going to right Pittsburgh there. and beating your, them is a divisional. There's your. There's three wins right there. No, 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 Not no. Kansas you City. Possible. Although Kansas City has looked. 
Are you going to just make a case for Jake Browning going to Kansas City and Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs? No, not on the road. That's why I did not count that as one of the wins, okay? How about the Browns? You heard me. How about the Browns? Did you not hear what I said? Listening is a skill. Repeat it. It was the first three. Their next three games. All winnable. Okay. Home against Indianapolis. Home against the Vikings. On the road at Pittsburgh. That gets them nine wins. Baltimore sitting at nine wins. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that's my point. And do you truly believe that as good as Jake oh, Browning the, played? The question was. Say, ask the question again, Tyler. Is this team still a threat to make the playoffs? Yes, that would be a threat. Now, right now, they are sitting 10th in the AFC right now. And they Jake are... Browning is your quarterback. And regardless of how just ridiculously good he was last night, let's just play the, the common sense card here. Is he going to be able to repeat that performance of 32 for 37 for 354 yards and a touchdown? Now, you may say he may not have to repeat that. Can he just dial that back and then still get somewhere? Right. The answer to that question is okay, probably. But I need to see more from Jake Browning before I buy into that. That's fair. That's fair. Tyler is so distraught right now. <laughs> He's like, I can can't see even it. focus. I can see it in his eyes. He's like fidgety in there. His voice is, is affected by the uh, Otani news. Let's move on to Jacksonville, see, shall we? He's got we? no time for oh. it at all. How about the other Tyler, side of this game, though? I feel though? bad for you now. Don't feel bad for me. Don't feel bad for me. There's wow. an, I, I, I'm not worth feeling bad for right now. Um, wow, he's the, just this self-loathing right yeah. now. The Cubs' mistakes yeah. have made him self-loathing. Yeah, don't do that, Tyler. We know it's, it's 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 not you. Do I need to give you a hug like in Goodwill Hunting? It's not you. No. It's, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not your it's fault. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. Um, I did. By the way, I did send the, or Ty, Tyler put the uh, the Bob Nightingale story in our afternoon show uh text chain so Sylvie did get it and I just sent back sent him a text along with it that said thought you'd like to stay updated while you're on vacation. Oh gosh. Oh boy. No response yet. Oh boy. He may have drowned. Okay, after what's next? That. Uh the Jacksonville Jaguars on the other side lose their quarterback in yeah. this game, Trevor Lawrence. It was a gruesome injury. Now Doug Peterson, their head coach, has not ruled out Lawrence for this upcoming game. I will. He's out. That was a pretty gruesome looking injury. But okay, here's what the most ankle sprain. That is the worst. Here's the most ridiculous part of all of that. How did he have to walk back to the locker? Did you see that? This is a state that has millions of golf carts, and we're making Trevor Lawrence (laughs) walk like one toe at a time. Down that hallway. That was the longest walk I've ever seen for a hobbled was, man to take I, Not only that, did you see one of them was like a security guard who was on the other side? Not big even dumb. part of the medical staff? Big, yeah, I was going to say it was Big, big Dom. Dom. Was Dom there? The, He's everywhere now. The Jags yeah. version of Big Dom. I have to ask, I mean, even if, if you're the Jags and he's like, no, I want to walk. I want to walk this in. I'm not getting on a cart. I, I'm not. I'm looking at it like, hey, brother, we're going to give you $250 million. Yeah. Get your ass on the cart. Right. We're going to drive you in. That's right. Like, we know you're tough. We know you're John Wayne. Just get on the cart. We're going to take you inside. Yeah. That was weird. Or they, they, they didn't have access to a vehicle. Has that question been asked? 
Did anyone I can't imagine the- they didn't have access to one. Like- it, it, it is hard to find a golf cart in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you're a all billionaire. The re- all the retirees have them. By the way, I know that chlorine does its job. Would you get in one of those swimming pools at the Jacksonville Stadium to watch a game? Hell no. Whew. That is, seems to be an aggressive move, doesn't uh, it? Yeah. What about at a Marlins game where you know nobody goes, so no one's probably I'm ever been not, in there? Like, and no. again, I, I trust chlorine, no. but to a certain point. No. Wait a minute. If you're not going to go... I'm not going to either football place. game. Do you not go to water parks? No, probably not anymore. Like I, I oh. did a while ago. And the I mean, kids I think, were young. Yeah, young. I think this thing is kind of, kind of have to, kind of have to do it when I, your kids are you, under I the mean, age. Like I would 10. say this though, if you do go there, this is my public service announcement. Don't open up your eyes underwater because the amount of chlorine that they'd have to put in there to make it, yes. right. yeah. you know, passable for the local health service would be enough to burn your retinas. Burn, yeah, that goes or at with, least that, your corneas. That goes without saying. So don't open up your eyes it's when like, you go it's like acid. There. It's like acid down yeah, there. It's the only way Ew. that you're not getting... It just the goggles like, do nothing. It's, it's one of those things that sounds like, hey, this is a great idea. We're going to go to the Jags game. Bring your suit. Oh, We're going to yeah. jump in the pool. No. We're going to watch the game from the pool. No. Have you been to Jacksonville? I haven't. Uh, not a long time. Oof. The whole city or just the stadium? The city. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Maybe we can have that conversation with yeah. Yurko on Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's right. He <laughs> lives there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, All right so, back- so who would who would uh, bypass the Jaguars then? We're looking at the Texans, the Colts, the Browns. That's a competitive division. That, yeah. that division was once the laughing stock of football, especially in the AFC side of things, and now they might have three playoff teams. Wow. Look at that. But the the conversation around last night's game was that if the Jags had won last night, they had they controlled their destiny for the one seed. Oh yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden that gets a lot murkier. Now you do play Cleveland this week, and the, but after that it's Baltimore. And then after that it's really not that difficult at Tampa, home against Carolina, at Tennessee. I gotta say too, like I mean the mediocrity in this league is crazy because if you look at the Jags' schedule. They beat the Bills 25-20. That's probably their best win, right? They got pounded by the 49ers. In London, remember. Yeah, right, After in London. they spent the week there, yes. too. I mean, really, there's no signature wins in there. So, like, I mean, the Jags have been a good story yeah. this they, year, well, but they're, they're not a world-beating team. I mean, honestly, their, their best win might have been last week against the Texans, who have, been yeah. coming, who have been coming on. Do you know who else fits that bill? And you guys are probably going to scoff when I say this. Is, is, is the Miami Dolphins. There's not a single positively, you know, um, standout win. There's no signature win on their on on their Cowboys record. Cowboys too, right? Yeah, like the 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 Dolphins three losses. They're nine and three. Their three losses are to the Bills, the Eagles, and the Chiefs. Well, every I, time they've stepped up in class, they've lost. You're right, but. The counterpoint is they don't have any bad losses on their schedule. That's right? true, but like you're not going to face a bad team in the postseason. True. You're only going to face good I, teams. I will tell you too. Look, I was. I, I will say this, Jeff. Like I'm not ruling them out. I'm just saying when you look at this, it does make you go, hmm. No, yeah, that's true. Um, I will say, watch. I highly recommend watch Hard Knocks. The, the new episode comes out tonight. It's on HBO, HBO Max, or the whatever Max, the new uh, streaming service. Right. Um, the they have every Tuesday they have a new episode. The first two were really, really, really compelling. 
Um, and you know they just beat uh, who did they beat this? They, they handled the Commanders, so it'll be Mike McDaniel is uh, is a fascinating head coach to watch behind the scenes. It's interesting because we will eventually get to the sound from from Albert Breer today when Albert one day we're about and we'll get it today. Uh, once Tyler's in there, you know, laying on the ground crying like a baby <laughs> over the Cubs news. Um, but but Albert, I think just a little preview. I think Albert talks about a very thin potential head coaching pool of candidates but my real quick response would be mike mcdaniel nick sirianni like i mean guys that no one was expecting to be good like he may albert may eventually be right i would just say i wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket just yet we'll find out it's so subjective it is it's sort of like the, the quarterback uh, the, draft. It's like drafting a quarterback. Yes, and like and deciding who the top four teams in college football are as well. Oh, it's funny though too because like even when you hear Go a head horns. coach at their you know at their first press conference, like Nick Sirianni was an absolute oh disaster. God. I think he had an anxiety attack oh, he when he was, was on the stage. I don't think oh, I heard, his I first saw press that. conference, it's the worst press conference you've ever seen. Reeling. Yeah, it, it, but he's I think been, he had an anxiety attack when he was up there. It sounded Seriously? like Michael yeah. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Conversely, though, Robert Sala for the Jets, you listen to him speak, oh, and you're like, awesome. like, you want to run through a wall for that yes. guy. But Nick Sirianni has delivered the goods as a coach. I'm pretty exactly. sure we liked Iberflus's introductory press conference. And no, I was not. I was not. By the way, you can hear that. the coach uh, Monday at two ten, right here on ESPN One Thousand. We spend all week talking about his replacement, and then we have the coaches show. 210 every Monday. Yeah. Funny how that works. We are dirty bastards. Yes. Uh, when we come back, will we talk to Jesse? Believe so. We're going to get back to your A list too because I know you got a lot of other stuff well, there. We'll talk about The it rest later. of it was Otani related. Well, so so just we, can, it we, can, we can circle back to that later in the show. Jesse Wait, joins us. The knife? Jesse joins us live from Nashville next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. That last conversation was not for the air, just so you know. The one that we were just having. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there was some weird stuff going on back here. Totally. It got a little uncomfortable. I would not want to be in the woods with Jeff Miller. Right? I mean, context. Context. Yeah. You're the first person to ever say that, Peg. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to people saying they would want to be in the woods with you? (laughs) Exactly. Hey, it's time for uh, the biggest news of the day. Wow, Tyler's still upset. Tyler is going to need a Xanax. <laughs> I think we need to get him a little a little Xanax. Not and, a little one. No, he's going to need a big medicine ball yeah. with, with some Xanax in it or something. Because uh, as the report earlier today, it was by Bob Nightingale. Yes. That uh, the Cubs were out of the Otani sweepstakes. That's what he's saying. Due to... Chicago Cubs, this is according to Nightingale, have or have balked at Otani's price tag of 10 years and at least $500 million. One high-ranking official told USA Today Sports and appeared to now be out of the bidding. That's what Nightingale reported a little bit ago. Well, Jesse Rogers is brought to us by the Chicago Toyota Dealers Association. Toyota, let's go places. Let's go right now to Nashville and bring in Jesse Rogers. Jesse, this... Is this, first of all, is this even, 
Is this true? Because <laughs> isn't this where everyone thought the negotiations were going to start? Um, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Nobody exactly knew where it would start, especially with the pinching injury. Um, but I do think that teams, a big market, small market, all have budgets and, and all that stuff. And it wasn't just, hey, we're going to sign him. We'll figure it out later. Like that just that's a naive thinking. They were going to make sure they ha- they could pay for them, and that's the Dodgers, the Cubs, or anyone else, and make sure that they would get the return and all that stuff. So my point is it's just not as simple as, hey, let's sign him. Even the Dodgers are giving those vibes out as well. They're not just going to be giving him a blank check. But let's circle back for a moment here. Jed just spoke, and here you go, Cub fans, a little, a little something at least. He pushed back on any notion that they're out of it. He pushed back on anything that uh, any idea that the Otani camp has said something to them or they've sent something to the Otani camp. Now, most of all of this is still tight lipped. So I think you have to kind of read between the lines a little bit. But I will tell you, and it, it was premature on my part to, to, to go with this, but, but Bob did, a, a colleague. I know Bob very well. I, I wasn't that far off from reporting the same thing Bob has reported. I don't have it nailed, but since Bob has gone public with it, it's kind of a coincidence that either we're talking to the same sources and and that source is wrong, or or we're right. You know, it's it's very coincidental that Bob reported this. I was getting closer to reporting the same. I had heard from multiple sources, more than one last night, that they were trending towards being out. I did not have that nailed. And I probably still don't necessarily have that nailed, especially now that Jed has pushed back on it. So I cannot refute Bob's reporting. If anything, I could say I was kind of hearing similar. This is a long way of saying I don't think they're getting him. I think he's going to the Dodgers. And if it falls apart there, Artie Moreno probably would write him a blank check for the Angels, and he's going to end up back there. I think the Blue Jays are a smokescreen, in my opinion. This is all in my opinion. Jess, we did the financial gymnastics talking about how this contract would, whatever it was, would subsidize itself at a very large percentage. They had to know that. This is something that, I mean, not that they knew that, but that had to be part of their presentation. This isn't a shock to, it's a shock to me that anyone would be balking at this size of a contract when everyone knew this is what it was going to look like. So why do the Cubs, why would they bail on this if, in fact, they did, knowing the dynamics of the financials? Well, again, maybe we just assumed the, the, the financials. We didn't know it for sure. And, and the fact of the matter is I think that the agent right now is, is trying to up the ante, and maybe the ante has gone too far. And remember, this also has to do with payrolls, not necessarily just paying him the actual cash. You're right, they will recoup that, but he's going to eat up a ton of the payroll sure. and, the, and, the, and the, uh, you know, the luxury tax. And you know, maybe they wanted to stretch it to 12 or 13 years, and he's only willing to do 10 because that 10 – raises the AAV. I don't have the details, but I understand the confusion. Hey, you knew this was going to be $500 million or more. Why even go down the road if you're not going to uh, uh, play with that number? And I don't have the answer to that. That's what I'm saying. My reporting is a little premature, but I wasn't uh, shocked by what Bob wrote. I was close to writing something similar late last night. I got it. I got to decide, but I'm not there yet. Not willing to put a headline on it as I said uh, earlier in the day, but, but 
I, I, I don't think they're getting him. That's the most important thing. I don't think they're getting him. Um, but Jed did push back on any sort of finality to all of this. For this to come out so so quickly the way it did, uh, is it? Um, do the Cubs kind of want it to be known that maybe they were not in it very quickly early on in their talks with Otani? Maybe it was, let's not even let this drag out. Let's just, like, nip it in the bud now? No, I think they're upset that it came out. So yeah, a little I would think so. Yeah, a little inside baseball. Jed spoke with reporters a few minutes ago. As he's walking towards the group, he runs into Bob Nightingale, and there were some stern words exchanged. Wow. Some stern words exchanged. Don't know what was said. Um, and this is why, again, I wasn't ready to report it because I didn't have it locked down. And then, you know, I would have gotten yelled at, but that's part of the gig. Anyway, uh, so then he came and spoke, and he immediately said very little about Otani, but, but, but basically said there's been no finality uh, we've we've had no no nothing from their camp and uh, us to them on any finality, meaning them pulling out or something like that. Because you know, I mean, Jess, 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 you know the Cub fans are going to respond the way that Tyler did, and that's yeah. that my team is is fiscally a big market team, but not willing to swim in the deep end of the pool when it comes to the 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 maybe the biggest free agency in the history of the game, and you and know me, how me, that's yeah. going to be interpreted by the Cub fan base. And let me just say this. A week ago, you asked me about this, Tommy, yeah. and I waved off the money naively. And in the last week, not just the last couple of days, but in the last week, I've been hearing more and more about making this work financially. So, it, again, Bob's reporting kind of lines up with my own reporting, though I didn't have it nailed down enough to, to write it just yet. So I, I, I can't say for sure. It's, it, it's all on Otani. It might be the Cubs pulling out. We're not going to know right now, but we will know uh, when this whole saga is over. To add a layer to this, earlier in the day, Craig Council spoke to reporters for the first time at the winter meetings and was asked straight out, have you met with Otani? And instead of no comment, he said, no, I have not. Now, at this late stage, you didn't put your $40 million manager in front of Otani? When Dave Roberts has said that he didn't meet with Otani in L.A. Or or Otani's camp did not give the Cubs the opportunity. Yes, I don't know. I don't know, but that's strange. Now, protocol, maybe he's the last meeting, you know, right before they sign. They're going to meet with, 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 with counsel. It seems weird that he wouldn't be part of the whole free agent process, considering you just hired him. And, yes, it's 100 feet away. Dave Roberts was meeting reporters at the same time and admitted to the meeting and the pitch they made to him, uh, while Craig Council is saying, no, I did not meet him. And I don't think Craig Council would lie straight out. You just say no comment. You know, so all this is just crazy. And, it, and, and, you know, talking to Jed a little bit afterwards, it's just a vacuum, guys. Nothing is happening here. And what has to be filled with a vacuum? Crap, a lot yeah, of times. Yeah. And then that's what's going on. And I talked to a Cub official, not Jed, and he's like, look, there's a, there's a few players you've probably seen out there that were tied to. And I've reported on a few glass now. But there's been a lot of BS, this official told me, more what? than normal. There's always BS. But more than normal. So let me ask you, you on know, that note. Yeah. Tyler just sent me this text. John Heyman's reporting. This was a tweet. If Cubs do fall out of Otani sweepstakes, greater chance they continue to look closely at Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, and Reese Hoskins. Uh, uh, how do you feel about that particular tweet so, and 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 their pursuit of any of those guys? My reporting on Cody Bellinger has been. Um, 
has been the same all along. I do not think they are going to circle back on him anytime soon. The market would have to crater in two months, and Boris would have to come to them with some creative deal for a lot less. I think he's getting 200, 250 from the Yankees, maybe the Blue Jays, or the Giants. The Giants have a ton of money to spend. So I, I, don't, I disagree with that reporting. Reese Hoskins is a perfect uh, fit. I agree with that reporting. One-year deal, recoup his value. He was hurt last year, just like Bellinger did. He's also a Boris client. So, again, they haven't signed a Boris client to a huge deal ever under Tom Ricketts. How about Matt Chapman? Matt Chapman, yeah, that's a possibility. They'd have to, that would be if they moved some guys out of third base to open up. Because, remember, they have magical wisdom and morale still. So, yes, Chapman is a possibility. I would say yes on Chapman, yes on Reese Hoskins. I don't think it's going to happen with Bellinger. So, look, I, I don't tweet this stuff. These, there's other guys that just tweet, 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 you know, and it's just some people want to fill the vacuum every, every few minutes. Right. I, I, I'm not like that. But I will, I, my reporting is yes on Reese Hoskins, yes on Klaas now, although there's a lot of teams involved. No on Bellinger long term. I don't think they're getting Otani. I don't think they're getting one of the Japanese pitchers, but I can't say that for sure because it depends where Otani goes. And that's kind of where I stand right now. Tyler's I do crying. Think, you I, just made Tyler <laughs> cry, Jesse. I know, Tyler's I know. Crying. But it, it, look, they have a big trade in them. I said that on the last you know day of the regular season as the off season began. There's a trade in them. Glasnow possibility. You know, if Alonzo came on the market. I, okay, here's one that I wasn't reporting before. I wouldn't completely discount Soto. I did previously. I'd put him back in the mix a little bit for one year. I, I won't discount Soto if they if they strike out on, on Otani. Jess, what would that deal look like, though? Because Soto eventually is going to reach free agency, right? Boris won't yeah, let yeah. him not reach free agency. Right, right. So, three, three, I think it's three to four players, although the, the, the rumors are the Padres want a lot more than that. Um, I think the Cubs would give up Morrell. They would give up Magical. They would give up their position players, maybe Owen Case. I don't think they want to give up young pitching. And I have a feeling the like Ben Brown and Cade Horton are probably off the table, probably not for a one-year rental. Right. So maybe there's something that could be done more quantity than quality. Um, but I, I put Soto back on the table for the Cubs, which I I had him off a while ago. Wow. How do you feel about if, in fact, just that? I mean, again, it's not your reporting. I trust Jesse Rogers. I don't trust any of these other people. So I got your back, Jess. How do you mm-hmm. feel if, in fact? It comes down to that. And for the Cubs, it was about finances. How do you feel about that approach from, from their perspective? You know, it's a good question. And I, I go back and forth because there's something um, uh, admirable about being real businesslike and building your team the right way. And that look, they don't want to be the Anaheim Angels. They don't want to just have one player, and you can't really build around them unless you just keep spending. And even the Angels have spent, spent, and it hasn't worked. And look at the Mets. They tried to go all in. So I, I have mixed feelings on it. Um, but ultimately, I would like to see them on the north side. And I agree with you. You recoup the value, and you figure out the luxury tax and all that stuff. So I won't be thrilled if it's the Cubs pulling out and not the other way around because all along I thought it was going to be up to Otani. Right. So, yeah, I, I would have, I would have a, 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 some criticism, but I wouldn't be like, oh, he's the worst owner. Like, I get it. It's $50 million a year of your payroll, but someone's going to pay it, and it's probably going to be the Dodgers. Wow. But you said that the Dodgers also seem to be maybe pushing back a little bit on the, on the uh, price. What gives you that yeah. impression? Because they, they're, they're run very similar to the Cubs. Andrew Friedman coming from the small market. Look, they didn't go max, max, max for Freddie Freeman. They didn't go max for 
um, even Mookie Betts. Because like they, they were those, saving up those, for Otani. Well, right. Those were great deals for those players, but they weren't like three hundred million type of uh, t- type of deals. They're they're very they're very much like the Cubs. It's very, and that's why I think the Angels are still in it because Artie Moreno is much more like Steve Cohen. I'll spend whatever, and Artie Moreno would love to bring him back and be the hero. And you know, Otani might get six hundred million and, and live comfortably, you know, under the radar, the media, all that stuff that he that he's used to in in, in um, Anaheim. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to take his act to the Dodgers and still be able to talk to the media whenever he wants, and uh, things that that won't fly in other places, probably it, on the East Coast and maybe even in Chicago. It is funny. I, I mean, how different organizations handle their business because Alden Gonzalez of ESPN. Reported. This is his article from 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 Nashville. It says Dodgers manager Dave Roberts acknowledged today that his team met with two way sensation Otani at Dodger Stadium a couple days ago, and Roberts goes on to say clearly Roberts said Shohei's our top priority. I guess that's just the way that the Dodgers do their business, right, Jess? I think so, but there's some speculation that Dave spoke out of turn. Oh, really? Uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's all. That's what I'm saying. There's all this crap in the air right now here at the winter meetings, and yeah, there's some speculation because then the GM spoke later and was really tight-lipped, and he basically said, "Yeah, I heard Dave made a comment, and that's all he would say about it." The the uh, Dodgers GM. So yeah, there's a lot going on here, and then wow. council saying we, I did, council admitting he didn't meet with him, and Jed wouldn't comment on that. So any the chance they secret. wrestle? Will they wrestle any? Like will will, will Bob Nightingale and Jed <laughs> wrestle at any point? Yeah, it's possible because there was a stern talking to about fifteen twenty seconds, and it it wasn't a chit chat. It was a chit. You know what I mean? It was one sided. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Jed. It was just Jed. El boss once said that to me. I was making excuses. He goes, "This isn't a chit chat. This is just a chit. You listen." Um, so that. yeah. I wish I had a little bit more clarity, but I'm becoming more and more firm that they're not getting him, and I think that's the most important part wow. of this report. Interesting. Uh, Jesse, before we let you go, is there any chance you had a coming-of-age moment with Sylvie in the woods in, in Skokie or Deerfield? <laughs> yeah, or... You gotta, you're going to have to give <laughs> Jess there, a little bit of context with the there, question. There, there has been conversation that uh, Jeff Meller believes that back in the day, the way the boys learned about uh, the birds and the bees is um, they went into the woods. No, okay, the way you're painting it, Peg, is completely... <laughs> no, no, no. Jess... Explain yourself. I'm so glad that I am not involved in this conversation. Back in the 80s, you had, had, were you ever aware of pornography being a thing that you would find in the woods? Stashed in the woods. Um, uh, no, not really. Not really. But it's making me think of, um, not really. What what do they call, I can't remember, what do they call, like, off of Dundee Road up there, the uh, little parks, you know, what do they call Forest Preserve? Forest yes. Preserve. Yes. Yes. Oh, now yeah. That, there's definitely stuff going yeah. on in the Forest Preserve. Yes. I, I naively was there with my kids when they, we, they were young, and oh. there's, there's these people, yes. men mostly, walking into the woods and coming out. I'm like, what is okay. going on? Right. I'm not talking about that. I this don't know what that is. conversation got okay. really weird, That's, and I'd like it to actually, go somewhere different. There's actually a code for that, and it's the direction that you park your car. Get oh, my God. Get out of here. I'm Can not we get back you. to Otani? I think she's right. Really? I think she's right, actually. Yes, there's a code, and it is the way you park your car. Okay. Oh, my that's, God. That's anyway. disturbing. That's more disturbing than hearing the Cubs have decided that they don't want to spend the money on Otani.
Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Jess, I'm going to save you and Peg and me and Jeff and Tyler all with just saying goodbye to you and saying thank you. You Thanks, got it, Jesse. Guys. Great Thanks, job. Jess. Great Thank work, you. buddy. Oh, see ya. You got it. See okay. Ya. Jesse Rogers live in Nashville. That made you uncomfortable? A little weird, yeah. Like, really? It got a little... That's fine. Like, I thought Jesse... That made you uncomfortable, but Jesse... not the off-air con- convos. Well, that was that was about... That was also Meller, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Like, you're learning a lot. Like, you're learning a lot about my guy in there. He's, he's, cre- he's very creative. He's Jeff at work. He's Jeffrey at home. You did not know that? He's two people. He's Jeff at work. He's Jeffrey at home. Am I right, Jeffrey? There's there's an element of truth to that. All right. Get this rig back on the road. We're going to check in with Tyler and see if he's okay when we come back. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Uh, just a few moments, we'll talk to Michael Wilbon, diehard Cub fan. We'll get his take on uh, the news that looks like the Cubs are out on Shohei Otani, first reported, or we were first reading this from Bob Nightingale, said the Cubs have balked at Otani's price tag of 10 years. At at least five hundred million, according to one high-ranking official, uh, Jesse Rogers. We just talked to him, and he said, "Yeah, he doesn't believe that uh, Otani's headed to the North Side either." So um, I trust Jesse. Somebody was off. Somebody was off. Somebody was off. Tyler's and feelings are hurt. Stood. His baseball feelings are damaged. Or were they thought that they stood as a potential suitor? Jeff Meller, our baseball bigfoot. Thinks that uh, the fact that this is a money issue does not look good for the Cubs. I kind of agree with that. Not kind of. I totally agree with that. But it uh, does not look like uh, Sylvie's going to get. I believe Sylvie had a house coming to him courtesy of Michael Wilbon, right? You'll hear that when we come back. I, I think that there was a little wager. Mike actually, I think. It wasn't even a wager. It was just a straight proclamation. Straight, yeah, that that he, was, he would buy him a house. Yes. In Arlington Heights if, in fact, Shohei Otani was signed by the Cubs. So I don't think Michael Wilbon, Wilbon's going to be uh, surprised by no. what's unfolded here today. But we'll talk to him about that. So, somebody, somebody was way off on that that team. The Otani get Otani to the Cubs team that you know that that the Cubs put together. Somehow they were off to be so quickly out of it. I am no baseball expert. I did not believe that Otani was coming to the north side. My money would have been on the Los Angeles Dodgers. But I was also one that believed it would be about comfort for Otani, not a financial issue that the Cubs would balk at anything. I thought the Cubs would come in with a giant bag of money and do whatever it would take financially to try and bring him to town. But ultimately, we'd be about comfort for him choosing another team. The financial part comes in with the agent. The comfort is the player. Correct. And somewhere in between is where you have to find the middle. I still want to know who the high-ranking baseball official who told this to Bob Nightingale is. Well, if there's any uh, jobs that are open in the next week, we could probably put it Because as Jesse said, he said Jed, who is a very affable and kind of very calm human being to begin with had some words had a one-way conversation 
with Bob Nightingale in Nashville. Just before meeting the media, he was not happy. Yeah. All right, we'll continue to talk about this with Michael Wilbound. He'll join us coming up next. Peggy's in for Sylvie. It's Waddle and Sylvie.